Ah, welcome to the You and Me Show, Our Life's Journey. I am one of your hosts, Bishop, with the lovely... Airy. Welcome back, people. Welcome back. Hey, guys. This has been hey. an interesting day to start, uh, well, to come back. And yeah, do, definitely. Uh, we're still in season five. Uh, we took a hiatus. As we a always lot say. going on. In the last six months. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, it, this is definitely a little catch up episode. Yeah. 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 Um, so bring you up to speed. Up to speed. Uh, where we are. Uh, currently, we're in a new location. Yes. A uh, new actual permanent location. And we're yeah, not on the road. Not on the road. Not which on the was road. a new common theme. Studio. So there's some quirks we're still working out. So. Yeah. We have just moved. Um, mm hmm a new little location and we're sitting with a this, view yes with a view uh of <laughs> 45 485 uh, people uh, if you guys uh live in north carolina yeah, that yeah, is you know what, you know what you're talking about. about but um yeah uh we are definitely still working out some things we're setting up our new little office studio uh, which encompasses quite a lot of new things it's a cute size i i said a cute yes i'm <laughs> i'm quite pleased with uh, right, the please. way that it's looking so far despite we have a bunch of tripods in front of us more tripods that you can ever ever imagine um, this is stuff we had yes it is but i haven't seen it in a hot minute mm -hmm. it's been in you know boxes. In storage boxes so, boxes. boxes he says yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah uh and we have some new equipment so you yeah know, trying out new mics and we quite literally spent three this, hours trying to uh, set stuff up breathing apparatuses in front of me and you know if you had a video you could see what i was talking about yeah we were literally <sighs> yeah we have some new like covers they're like you know the things you, you know the things you people see in music studios guys we are <laughs> artists right now that's what we think artists. we are we're in our artist era of course yeah. so yeah i even have a little stand for my ipad because that's where i put all my talking points Ah, she got talking points. Yes, now. I have. I have talking points. Got to points read now. the prompter. Read the prompter. Uh, not the prompters. Yeah, mm -hmm. I had her little, what I called my Jordan year recap. Jordan re Jordan year recap. Except I'm not year of the goat. All right, yes, all right. Except I'm mm -hmm. not even. It's technically your Jordan year is not until you turn 23, but technically it's 2023. So I think yeah, that's appropriate to still say that. Of course. Um, all right. Well, then wrap it down. So, uh. Guys, just to give you a little update, it is, what is it? It's August now. August. And you last heard from us in February when we were in Chicago. Um, it's been that long? Yeah, it's been that long. You, they last heard from us when we were with uh, our beloved Jay. Was it in February? Oh, yeah, it's yes. snowing. Yeah, 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 it was snowing. Okay, um, yeah, in, yeah. Um, uh -huh. Chicago when we went on our, our road trip so we could escape um well, so I could escape. escape personally. He was that was doing... a pre spring break. <laughs> yes, that was a pre spring break. I had left um school early. School. School. And finally that year is over. Um mm -hmm. two months later it ended early because I was getting out of there. Um Okay. Yeah. So guys, I finished my first year 
college mm. um, would not do it again. And would she not, said she would not. Very, do it's it very ill advised for anyone to um, experience mm-hmm. what I experienced um, that year. Um, and then I quickly. Uh, that was he got some sound effects. That was guys, a late was, one for was, completing your first year. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a late one, guys. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, we we got a new soundboard, guys. We're going crazy. Um, yeah. we're, we're getting fancy. Can you believe it? <laughs> um, guys, we still the only thing <laughs> that we don't still have is a research and developer on the side for us. We are still we're looking for we're hiring. Um, but yeah, uh, shortly after that, I jumped into a new work endeavor, which that was an incredible experience. My dream job of working. She said her dream. My dream job, job of working with dogs came true for the summer of 2023. And it was the most chaotic, um, most unserious moment of my life. And I am so glad that I got to experience it. But that is a whole other topic to go over. And <laughs> here we are now in the month of August about, for me, about to go back to school. Back to school. Back to school. And for this episode, I decided to keep it the back to school thing, actually. You said back to school thing? Okay. Yes, right. because. Um, a lot of people are going back to school. Yes. Some people have already started. Mm-hmm. Um, and I start on, on the 23rd um, and I have a special. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, Malia started today. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That is crazy. She's a fourth grader. She is a fourth grader. That was my favorite year of elementary school. I thought fifth grade was your favorite year. Why would fifth grade be my favorite year? Because that was the last year and everybody knew who you were. No, fifth grade was probably one of the worst. Fifth grade? Yes. So you, well, I mean, I had an accident. Yeah, and that, <laughs> my life started going downhill in oh, fifth grade. Lord. So I do not yeah, count that. Fourth daughter. grade was up there though okay all yeah. right fourth so, grade i have a, a bunch of things for fellow college students um out there because mm-hmm. you know we have surpassed high school and i really can't tell you too much i feel like high school is um such a i don't know i feel like there's only so much that can go on in high school <laughs> as far as like the territory is involved um so Instead of giving freshmen going into high school advice, I'm giving you guys freshmen going into college advice. And this is everything I wish I would have known (laughs) before I went to college. And uh, as well as some things that I learned coming out of it um, this past April. Shoot it down. Shoot it down. So my first tip for you guys is get those vitamin C. Vitamin C. And start taking them August 1st. When you say vitamin C, are you talking about the packs of vitamin C? I'm talking or... about anything. The gummies, the packets, the pills, the capsules. What about the juice? The juice. Go get some orange juice. Go get go get an orange, even. Get she a pack of cuties an and eat as many as you can before you arrive on that campus because I cannot stress to you enough, you're going to be sick for the first 30 days. <laughs> I didn't anticipate it being so bad. Like, I knew that obviously um for me i was going into it like this was the first year that they were kind of introducing everybody coming back without mask um and it wasn't very much like there were covered restrictions but it wasn't as like strict um it was just like there was an awareness um of covid and you know it's still around but nobody nobody was taking it as seriously um it's it was a little bit scary 
but take that medicine. Take, said, and take if, the medicine. If you got allergies, if you have asthma, if you have any sort of um, like anything going wrong with your body, just, you know, in general, um, make sure you keep up with it because that first 30 days is going to take you out. And I thought it was just me and just like how my school was operating. But then as I kept up with other people um, at other universities, I just saw that there was just like, I don't know, it's just this weird situation with ventilation. and You're around so many people in such a small space, especially when you're a freshman, you're more than likely going to be in a dorm. Oh, um, yeah. Dorm life. Dorm life. Um, if you are a freshman and you can not live in a dorm or get off campus. Everybody can't afford that. Uh, I'm saying, so of course you can't. I'm saying, I would say that. I would say, try your best <clears throat> not to get too involved with that. But um, that's a whole another adjustment. That's a whole another episode in itself. Oh, just yeah, because yeah. that was um, such an intense situation for me um yeah, yeah that yeah. was that it's was not for everybody it's, it's definitely not, not for everyone not for so if you already feel like that's not something that you want to get involved with i would say don't do it but if it's not a choice sometimes i know that there's there's a lot of restrictions of course because uh at my school like we have a two-year requirement where we have to stay on campus so it wasn't an option for me to not necessarily be i mean you can still get exempt in certain ways um and if you want to go through that process, I do recommend. I do know some people who did uh, succeed mm -hmm. this year, sophomore or the, my she upcoming said, sophomore. Succeed? Yeah, succeed uh, with getting off campus and not uh, doing the second year on okay. campus. Um, so there are ways to do it, but you know, just meant you got to do some self preservation for that. She said as self preservation. I say. Um, my second thing is that meal plan is mm -hmm. going to get you. <laughs> you it's gotta gonna, eat the lamb, it's gonna, it's gonna get you because there's nothing free about <laughs> nothing free. free about struggling to find food on the weekends they're gonna tell you that it's unlimited and that you can get x y and z with all of this and i'm not gonna lie it's gonna be expensive it's gonna be one of the major bills on your um tuition and fees and everything um that meal plan is gonna be up there it's gonna be one of the most expensive things on there but they're going to trick you into thinking that it's really an unlimited option and it's not. <laughs> um, my dining hall, there's a dining hall on one of our, on our campus that mm -hmm. opens at 1 p.m. on Sundays. She said 1 p.m.? And it's closed for the weekend. <laughs> so there are, it, it's just so, like, food on the weekends and being on campus on the weekends, it's almost as if, like, people don't exist on the campus on the weekends there was such a limited amount of things that were open you had to go off campus you had to spend real money well i mean and isn't that depending on what school you're going it definitely depends on what school you're going to but also i know a lot of like meal plans are just such an expensive <laughs> thing that comes with college and the way that they it's advertised is a lot of the times we have like the whole um i don't want to say it's like body shaming necessarily but like the freshman 15 people talk about a lot how when you have an unlimited meal plan, you get this meal plan and you can always eat, um, you end up gaining weight. When you, <laughs> as a freshman, your first semester, you come back home during the holidays and so you're heavier than you were, were before. And that's the total opposite of what happened to me and a lot of my um, friends and the people who I was just around because our meal plan was like advertised as like, oh, it's unlimited. Like you can always eat. And then you get there and it's like, 
there are some things that like you know it's like what's the word i'm looking for they cut corners she say they cut corners or there's just like some what are they called um some conditions okay under under it's like under what conditions and then you get there and you find out what the conditions are and it's not you're not bound to gain 15 pounds you're bound to lose 15 pounds oh wow. oh cuz you're lacking because food. you're lacking food and not necessarily. not necessarily you're always having access to food mm-hmm. um yes you can get second thirds and fourths at the best you know buffet style place that your school has to offer but that doesn't mean that the buffet style place is going to be open at the times that you, that you need to. it okay. to be open mm-hmm. um my next thing is i know it's so it's advertised so much that when you come in that you as a freshman everybody's going through the same thing and i will tell you there is really i don't want to say there's no such thing as freshman solidarity because there is in the way that you're all going through something <laughs> but you're not all experiencing the same things um because obviously people i met people who were coming from home who had been in like abusive situations or like situations that weren't like exactly like you know they weren't ideal (laughs) and coming to college was like a brand new like it was a freedom that is like considered good but then you also have people who are homesick people who have literally not left their city for 18 years and they're (laughs) in a new one and like they're confused and they don't know what to do. And you have people who have traveled the world who are now stuck in a s- small little space and a small community that they've never had the experience of having. And the only, the solidarity that you have is that you're all going through something. You're all going through a transition, not that you're all experiencing being away from home mm-hmm. or that this is, this freedom is so brand new. Some people literally have been living this life. I had a friend who, she, we were talking kind of towards like the middle of the year um, when the second semester started and she was like, I'm tired of it already. Like I'm already over it. Like I've been, She was tired of school. Not just tired of school, but tired of the culture of like, oh, like a lot of the times um, when you get to college, you're consumed with the whole idea of like going out and partying and things like that. And she was like, I experienced this throughout high school. And now all I want to do is sit like I want to sit in a home or sit in my room and mm. enjoy my own time and my own space um, and just myself. And I don't want to be around people all the time because I already had this experience throughout my high school years. Okay. And then you have other people who have been obviously confined to their homes their whole life and they're trying to get out there. That and free. Yes, you're free. And it's Appreciate just, it. yeah. And I think it's so interesting because people try to put out there that we're all experiencing the same thing because we're in a new space and the thing is it's just we're in a different the only thing that's the same is that we're transitioning (laughs) and it's interesting because when i that's what i came in initially thinking that oh we're all going the same thing and you talk to people and you're you feel disconnected (laughs) because literally what they're going through is not what you're You're going going through through at all it's so far off um and I feel like trying to force a bunch of people together and being like, you're all going to the same thing. Like, it's fine. Like, no, like give everybody the time to process mm-hmm. their emotions um, and what's happening to them. And that, and when I say that, 
I don't mean just bad emotions. I mean also good emotions. The people who did get out of those terrible situations at home. Yeah. Like they need to be like, let them take the time to experience and like feel what they're feeling while they're okay. there instead of shutting it down and being like, okay, and it's going to be a high and then there's going to be lows and there's going to be like, you know, they mm-hmm. kind of advertise. What is that? They call it the, um, I think it's called the W curve. The W curve. Uh, which is like this. Um, up and down. Yeah. This up and down situation that they describe your first semester as being. And it kind of puts you in like a bubble into thinking of like what's going to happen. Uh, it's like the five stages of grief, but in a college mm. uh, form of like, Oh, okay. like here's your high, and then you're gonna hit rock bottom when you get to midterms, and then you're gonna go up again because everything's gonna you're gonna go home for the holidays for the first time, and it's gonna be a whole mm, different nostalgia. And like, yeah, like this whole nostalgic thing, and then it's just the way that certain things are advertised. I feel like gives people the wrong perception, and it doesn't give them the time to process what's actually Going happening on. to them okay. because you get grouped. And what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? It's like monolithic in a sense. <laughs> you get grouped into this whole thing that, okay, this, it's like oh, people freshman, are the same thing and they point at you and they say, this is what you're going through and you feel disconnected because that's not mm. what everybody, when you see that, that's not what everybody else is going through. You're like, okay, now I'm confused. What, mm. what are we experiencing? And no, you're having an individual experience. experience. Stop grouping yourself with these people <laughs> it's not needed people. this is the time for you to practice some emotional intelligence <laughs> i got you i understand um my fourth thing that i wish i knew you need to move around she you, said move around you have to move around what in, do you mean on a college you, move you have to move around in order to survive because the college world is so small that when I say so small, I mean like I feel like that's for any college. I don't care if you go to a college with fifty thousand people; it's still a community within uh-huh. itself. You have to move around. You have to find those rendezvous. You have to find those spaces where you can work. You have to find like you know little local places that you can go to. You have to move around because if you sit in the same spot, it's gonna feel stale, and it's you're gonna start stirring crazy. <laughs> like going stir crazy. I didn't discover sitting in the library to do my work until second semester, really. Mm. I was always like, I need to, you are going to want to make that dorm or whatever that space is your safe space. But in order to really like survive in college, you can't just be stuck. You can't just stay in your room. <laughs> as much as you want to make it your safe space, you have to find those little secret little spaces, like the little corner at the library that feels great yeah, that you go through you. yeah that works for you or going to a coffee shop and sitting at that one specific table or you see a little bench that is like where did that come from go sit there mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna provide a certain type of vibration and feeling that you've never even known could have existed and i feel like that's like a definitely a key to keeping your mental health a little bit better is moving around like definitely like obviously you're gonna have those spots but mm-hmm. like keep searching because you'd be surprised how many places there are to sit on a college campus. That's what it's made for is they make study spaces that are abnormal and weird. And you're like, why would anybody uh, go sit there? Your life will be changed. (laughs) Like it will be changed. Yeah. I had a spot at central, uh, second floor library and the mm, research area. It was like a little cubby. I could 
be quiet, do my work, take a nap. There were literally there's like a in the there's like a a technical building that you can go through, and it's like where all the computer science and like statistics students go. Mm. And there's these little boxes that you can sit in, and they're like just like they look like they're just like holes in the wall. Just like holes in the wall. Like literally, they look like Mm -hmm. holes in the wall. Like you just think it's like oh, like that's where a picture would go, like or like Uh. a frame. It looks like a little frame, but it has padding to sit, and it's Mm. like a little bench, and you can just sit there all day. And I. Every single time I walked past it, I was like, I want to sit there so bad. But it's just like you would never think to just look over and be like, oh, like that's a seat. Mm-hmm. Those little tiny things, the architecture on your campus, uh, they're probably made for you to sit there. Oh, yeah. Somebody did some kind Somebody of research. Somebody did something. Figured it out. And my last thing that I wish I knew, show your face because that's how you get things done. Show your face. If you have an issue financial aid, housing, any sort of department situation. Don't send an email. Pull up. (laughs) I don't care if it's office hours. I don't care if you do have to send them an email and say, what's your room number? Or when can I set up a meeting? Or if you have to go through your directory and find who you need to talk to, pull up, show your face in person. Because that's how think the things that you need to get done will get done in two seconds rather than two weeks over an email or mm-hmm. possibly even I can even say this for like Zoom. Like I know obviously we're in an era where like, you know, we use a lot of technology and it, mm-hmm. it's easier. It's more convenient. Yeah. But they will play you on Zoom. They will turn that camera <laughs> off and you will not be able to see their face, what She's they're thinking turn you off. and what's going through their mind. And they will not be intimidated by your pixelated screen that they're seeing. (laughs) Show your face. Let them hear your voice. Let them hear the frustration in your voice or the pride or whatever you are using to get what you need to get done because they're not going to do it otherwise. Um, They're a little bit stubborn. But if you show your face, um, they'll know you're serious. They can't turn you away. (laughs) They can't Mm. turn you away. They can't say get out because you're right there. Yeah. Okay. Well, those are some good tidbits of I wish I would have known. So hopefully it can help someone in the transition yeah. uh, for that freshman year. Or if it's just something. Uh, or whatever. Or if you're a transfer, transfer student. Transfer yeah. Student. From a junior college or a community college to a major university. It's a, you know, it's a big change. Uh, but hey, take it in stride. Take it in stride. All right, well, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back for our second segment of today's show. Uh, Welcome back to our second segment of today's show, Um, Back to School. Back to Um, School. It is secondary, elementary, college. Uh, whichever it is, whichever you are, August, at. maybe grad school, or you're September just going. It's that time. Yeah, maybe you're just going back, or you're getting back into groove into mm. things after a long summer. She said, "A long summer for some. Some for could have some. been doing summer school. You know, you never Ooh, know." Oh yes. All right. Um, for those who are not necessarily going to school, they just graduated, yes. and they just like, uh, what's next? Um, what kind of encouragement 
would you give those? Bigger, you know, hey, it might be getting ready to go to get a real job. Yeah, I would say definitely just take your time. I feel take like I know that there's, you know, obviously you want to be hustling, getting. She said hustling. You want to be hustling, getting straight into it, but literally uh, slow down. She said, take hustling. your time, assess what you're going into, uh-huh. um, and also know that. This doesn't have to be like the end game mm-hmm. um, because I feel like, you know, people who are going into their first careers or getting going from like their internship into like a real job, like mm-hmm. it's usually like it's kind of like an end all be all thing. Like this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life. And you don't have to have that <laughs> mindset mm-hmm. about that certain thing. This is a trial. You're it's, trial. it's new and we're going to treat it as a trial. OK. Um, and it doesn't have to be the end all be all situation. So take your time, take it slow, ease into it. Also, that routine that's about to come in play, don't beat yourself up if you're not routine. One hundred percent. I'm saying if you're not one hundred percent into it, you're not, you know It's just not for you're you. going from a nine AM class to waking up at six o'clock so you can make your morning coffee, work out and get to work by eight. You know, it's, mm. you know, it's a, a whole thing, you hot know, topic, used topic. to be able to roll out of bed and now you have to have hey. a little setup and got to pay them bills. Yeah. So obviously, bills, like bills, I said, bills. ease into it, ease um, into it. Okay. All right. So after my long treacherous year, treacherous, um, treacherous year, that treacherous. was my first year of college. I did come out with, um, knowledge that I honestly, of course, will I still pity my six month ago self? Yes, mm. I feel bad for her, but um, I me, I don't think she deserved what she got. But I will say, I came out with so much more knowledge that I thought I was, um, just about myself and about life. Mm. I feel like I literally like transformed as a human being and i can't i don't even say that about myself going from like but isn't that what college is about i mean yes i don't even say that about myself like through COVID, a lot of people are always like oh i'm like a totally different person Mm. um i don't even consider myself from from 14 to 18 years old i feel like i didn't change much at all and Mm. i was kind of like the same person and literally this past year like i feel like i'm not even like i don't even know the person that I'm looking at when I'm looking at old photos. I'm like, mm. literally, who is that girl? Because not even in that way of like a negative things, but just like, you don't know what growth. Yeah. Like you don't even know what just happened to you. <laughs> like, mm. um, not even in a loss of innocence way. Just like, oh my gosh. Like you don't even know what's coming. Give me an example so people can visualize what you're saying. About, wait, hold on. My bad. Growth. Growth wise, I just feel like the way I am carrying myself, I used to always go into things being like, okay, well, what type of person am I, am I going to be for this? Um, mm. And now I'm realizing that that literally is not necessary. Mm. I don't have to pick and choose what personality I am going to put on just for something. Just be you and mm. whatever energy comes your way is, you know, you deal with it accordingly. Yeah, just be. That's common. That's what? Common. Oh. He has a song called B. Oh. Guys, I'm I'm not up to speed with that, but hip hop, baby. Hip hop. Yes. 
Um, and that's just like, I think it was, it was, you know, of course it's important for me to, uh, realize those things. I feel like I just, um, I feel like I'm much more prepared to be an adult than I was like oh, two seconds, like me, as I would say two seconds ago, because it really wasn't that long ago. Um, nine month college experience. Yes. Transcended into, uh, real life young adult. Yeah. That's literally what it feels like. Of course. (laughs) Um. I think it's funny because the last three months of my life has been the most unserious. Like it's like I went through this whole like crazy transition and I'm a whole new person. And I felt like life was like, I don't know, like it was just like a reformative process. And then I came out of it. And the next thing I jumped into was like, oh, this is just silly. Let's get silly. I was like, oh, gosh. okay, But (laughs) um, guys, here's everything that I would this sums up five things that the biggest thing that I learned coming out of my freshman experience in April. My first thing is your body would not be rejecting something if it really needed to be there. Meaning, listen to your freaking body. You mean like your senses? Your your... senses, what you're eating, what you're that's that's what number one what you're you're eating (laughs) what you're eating what your body is consuming physically mentally emotionally media that you're consuming tell you something if you feel like you're about to faint and fall over stop walking sit down (laughs) a lot of times people be trying to push themselves and and you know don't realize it and it could be something else. My body, so many times, I didn't realize that you're, I mean, like, of course, I know that, like, physiological symptoms of things exist, but you don't realize it until you're, like, actually experienced it. The amount of times my body physically shut down from the mental stress that I was mm. putting on myself and being like, oh, no, it's fine. This is normal. Um, and it wasn't. Um, mm. And you just don't. It's awful when your body. When you say it was normal, did you think it was normal because you had already experienced something like that, or uses? It was the culture of just the it. fact that, like, oh, this is college. Okay. And thinking that, okay, like, oh, everyone always talks about this and how hard this is supposed to be. Well, that doesn't mean that your body is made mm. to do that. Um, just because final season is meant to be so treacherous and terrible doesn't mean that your body is going to respond to it the way. Like, it's not going to respond to it well. Like, mm-hmm. you just heard that it's treacherous. Okay, it's fine then. Like, that means I, this is normal and you're going to get through it. Um, Maybe don't do all that. <laughs> um, And I just. I mean, finals are not always bad. No, either. finals is definitely just... not always bad. It's just that, again, I feel like a lot of the times the culture of college, mm-hmm. you're, you're shoved, something is shoved down your throat and you're told something. And when you, you like expect your body to just deal with it and that's just not how it works mm-hmm. you have to respect your body's boundaries at some point listen so listen when it's telling you to go to sleep you might want to go to sleep and if you can do something about not going to sleep okay go ahead but when you crash because the system is just failing your oh, yeah. it's body uh, will your body shut will shut down and it's terrible when it did like i remember i got i was like i got into this new routine and there was still so much stuff going on around me, but I kept pushing it under the rug. 
Um, mm. And um, I was actually exerting my body physically by going to the gym and being like, oh, this is the way I'm going to forget about all my problems. And I went to the gym for seven days out of the week, no breaks. And I was like mentally still shoving everything under the rug. And the next morning I woke up with literally like COVID-like symptoms. I didn't have COVID because I mm. got tested and it, well, I was fine. Um, but my body, it was literally being like, we can't, you've got to rest. Oh, yeah. You have to rest. It's like it, a car, man. You run it and you run out of gas, you're going to butt and stop. Yes. And it forces you to stop. I literally felt like I had pins and needles in my entire body mm-hmm. because it was like, we need to calm down. My nerves were going crazy. And it just like kind of paralyzed. It was like weird. It was like paralysis. It was like, you need to sit still. Your body will make you do things that, you know, you'd be surprised. I don't know too much about. Self-preservation. Your survival instincts will kick in. Law. And they will beat you up. Mm -hmm. So be careful with that. Um, My second thing is I learned that walking away and giving up is okay as long. Giving up? Giving up. Giving up in a sense of like letting something go. Okay. Is okay as long as you know that you will be safer with like from within (laughs) so i had to walk away from a lot of situations in like my freshman year especially living in a dorm where there are just so many people there's so much energy um (laughs) and when you can't handle that it's okay to leave and walk away oh yeah um and you know you're taught you're taught you're taught that as a child all the time you know if something is if someone's being mean or if this person's making you sad or if they're not being you know you walk away hmm. like you're taught that as a child but i feel like um as you grow up like people are like well this is the real world like you know it's not things are not soft and it's just like you're expected to deal with everything um like as it comes at you just like you know forward like you know i mean you should always face planting you know, into everything that comes your way learn to choose your battles though but yeah that's what i'm saying like hmm. It's okay to walk away. You don't have to fight every single battle. Oh no. Nah. Um, and I feel Count like the cost. yeah, and I feel like a lot of the times that's like kind of like as you get older, it mm-hmm. kind of that like like I said, it's kind of like a little a little curve where yeah, like as yeah. you get to a certain point in your life, they're like everybody's like every you have to face everything head on, and that's not <laughs> no, nah, that's that's not 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 exactly not how that goes. True. Um, you can choose, pick and choose. It's still your decision what you mm-hmm. and when your body says, I can't deal with this anymore, uh, you can walk away. Yeah, um, it doesn't make you soft whether you're a guy or a girl to you know, not necessarily back down, but just take uh, a step back. Take a step back and like, all right, man, let me look at this from a different lens. Yeah, and it also helps, yeah, to look at things from a different perspective when you take that step back because you know. You don't have to, me, it doesn't have to be this way. Um, nah. And when I say giving up or letting go, like, you kind of have to know that, like, something, like, all the endeavors that you go for is not, failure is okay. Like, that's what is what I'm trying to kind of go for. It's part of the process. It's a part of the process. Like, you have to understand that, like, it's okay to let go of something. Like, that doesn't mean that it's the end of the world. Or mm-hmm. that you, or that even that like, you can't come back to it or try again. Oh yeah, of course. And so I feel like a lot of people, when you think about like giving up and things like, I feel like giving up has such a negative connotation. 
just because you feel like, okay, well, it, it equals a failure, but just because you failed something doesn't mean you can't come back to it. You can't, just because you fall doesn't mean you're not getting back up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, I mean, sometimes if you, you, you calculate it as a failure or just, I just didn't complete it at this particular time because I chose to, you know, sidestep it yeah you know it's not one of those things but there sometimes when you try you try you just fail um the failure for me is when you don't try again yeah. if you just don't do something yeah you fail you quit and if you need to walk away from that that doesn't mean that like whatever else you're gonna do is not gonna oh, work yeah, out for you yeah you but can you know you, you just, have some people that feel like some... okay if you quit I think it came, well, I ain't going to say it came, it, it started with maybe sports and different things yeah. kids may do. Okay, if you start this, you got to complete this. Because if you quit playing soccer during the season, you're going to quit your job in the future. Nah, it doesn't really make work like that. It doesn't really work like that. It's just that some things are not meant to be, and if you can see that that's not what it's meant to be at this time or ever. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. It's okay to let it go. Yeah, yeah. Step back and be like, okay, this isn't for me. And because it's all, I ain't gonna say trial and error. You're trying to find what does work for you. Yeah. And even if this situation is a confrontation with someone else, eh, if it's not worth it, there's no generalized benefit for me. Um, yeah, let it go, man. And always, it's always okay to always do what works and what doesn't either. Yeah. As well. Um, as long as it's safe as long as it's safe and like you're fine and when you take and as long as you know you have a safe place to kind of like go um i'm saying (laughs) both mentally and physically depending on your situation like i would say like it's okay to let go and i feel like a lot of people get mad at me for saying that um just because you know sometimes i do just kind of like let things falter because i'm like if i can't control it if i don't have all the power over something yeah, that's, that's, it's just like you know, i'm gonna take a step back maybe some genetics in there some uh, genetics some genetics yeah control what we can control what we can't control hey let it go yeah so guys my third thing is uh something i feel like i had to kind of find out the hard way but spending time alone doesn't make you lonely but it makes you a lot more educated about yourself you will learn so much stuff about yourself if you just sit by yourself. She said, "Being alone doesn't make you lonely. Spending time, spending alone, time, time alone, alone doesn't make you make lonely. you lonely." I have never, you know, took that connotation anyway. No, I like but, to spend time with myself. Yes, but a lot of people, I feel like in college, is very unlike, like not unconventional, but like you're always going to see people in groups. You're always going to see. You know, I feel like a lot of the times getting involved on campus or like that like mm-hmm. thing uh, to be like, you need to be involved is always involving like groups. Like you want to get into clubs, you want to get into organizations, which I do. Obviously, I'm saying like you should do. You should obviously do that. But um, spend some time by yourself. Like it's not like you don't have to be around people all the time oh, because yeah, then yeah, you yeah, know a lot of the times. um you will lose yourself within the crowd. Um, but I feel like the more you spend time um, by yourself, the more you learn about yourself, 
And I'm, that's coming from someone who like obviously was on the other end of the spectrum where literally like, no, I wasn't spending a lot of time with a lot of people because um, it was a little difficult to do that. Um, and so I ended up on the other end of the spectrum where I was kind of just like kind of always by myself. Um, mm-hmm. And it made it so I learned so many things about myself and how I operate and how my brain works um, and how I'm different from other people. And just it helped me navigate my, the world a little bit better rather than just kind of going with the flow of everybody else. Um, um, and if you. Uh, I think it's an <clears throat> Egyptian pro- proverb or whatever you want to call it. Know thyself. Yeah. Like you, it will make it life so much easier when you know yourself. <laughs> and now when you know yourself and you don't accept yourself, that's a whole nother thing. But like just knowing yourself, like will make kind of navigating whatever you're going through just a little bit easier. Of course. Yeah. You know um, your cues, you know your triggers. You, you know, know your boundaries, yeah. you know what you can handle, you know how you respond to certain things. Like literally, like <laughs> I would like, you, you can avoid certain situations um, mm-hmm. just because of like, I know that um, something that I was going through was that there was a, a girl who was very disruptive in my dorm and I was getting to the point that I was getting angry to the point that I was like, I feel like I'm going to do something like I'm going to hurt her or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, me knowing that being in the presence of her makes me feel violent. Oh, yeah. I had Sorry, to man. literally remove myself from, from the exit the, left. Exit yeah, left. yeah. Exit left. Exit the premises. Ding. Because that's me knowing myself enough that, hey, she's making me angry to the point that I feel like I'm about to put hands on her and get into some really mm-hmm. big trouble moving furniture around here yeah <laughs> so down, no? yeah and you know unfortunately when you get to college this is not like high school you can't beat up everybody at the end of the year who makes you mad and gets suspended and you don't have to go to school no you're getting an assault and battery charge <laughs> and you're getting sent to the other side of the school you're getting a restraining order Ooh, and you're going to be on academic probation when your grades are good. So, like, you, you know, there are consequences. And I was like, yeah. if I feel like I'm about to put my hands on somebody, I need to move. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Get <laughs> on. Move on. This fourth one is something that I feel like people debated with me a little bit um, because I don't think they kind of I don't know if I have a full understanding of even what I'm saying. But at the same time, I kind of feel like. I do because I feel like it still does apply to me. Um, I would say ignorance is bliss. Who? Ignorance. Ignorance. Is bliss when you know, like, ignorance is bliss as long as you know that you're not ignorant. Okay. Give me an example of what you're trying to say. Like, I feel like sometimes there are still things that I would say I'm ignorant about. Like, I literally just don't no like mm-hmm. and they are still important things like <clears throat> for example i don't know a lot about immigration mm-hmm. and those types of laws and things like that and um obviously those things are always changing and when i was like younger i guess i feel like it was more of those things where i was like oh like you know i don't know enough about it so i'm fine but now that i'm older and I don't know a lot about immigration, it stresses me out mm-hmm. because I'm like, okay, I'm ignorant on this topic. But now that I know that I'm ignorant about this topic and that it matters, like it makes me upset that I am 
ignorant about it. You're okay. So I but feel is like it your arena to know about it. It's not, but it makes me upset that I am just like in the arena of the people that like don't. I mean, of course, it doesn't. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm upset that it doesn't affect me because I'm not upset that it doesn't affect me. But it's like, I don't know enough about it to speak on it or to be like. That's what I'm saying. If it's not in your circle, why would you even know about it to even conversate? Yeah, like, about it? and that's when I was like, oh, you like, just want to oh. be well versed. Like, I want to be, be well versed to be like to know and like have awareness of what's going on and what people mm -hmm. are going through. But like, when I realized like certain things that I was ignorant on. I was like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. Like, hmm. I feel like a lot of the time people are like, oh, ignorance is bliss. You just don't know. Once you well, once you, you realize, no, and you're not applying it. Once you realize you just don't know something, like it's kind of upsetting. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like, yeah, ignorance is bliss when you know it's not like when you know, like it's when you don't know that it is ignorance. If you're raised off of something and the connotation of it is ignorant, like if you're told that it's ignorance, that's going to make you upset. Mm -hmm. Ignorance is bliss until you're told that it's literally ignorant to think that way. <laughs> okay. And that's why I was like, just with certain things like aspects of college or things that people were going through, I was like, I can't even speak. This is bad. I can't even speak on this. I don't even know what this is about and now i well, feel I mean, like I, college felt very uneducated on certain the, things um, <laughs> place where things are challenged new ideas conversations so i get wanting to be well versed so you can you can exchange in the conversation and you're not left out yeah that's it was something just, I, I mean i ain't gonna say i pride myself in but it's not too many circles i can go in and i can't add to the conversation intellectually so in i was kind of just like oh like this sucks like i don't know about this like when things are just like when certain things are going on in the world and i don't have a lick of an idea of what the problem is mm -hmm. it's like okay i'm still gonna go out there and do my research but like i can't believe that this is such a big issue and i don't know about it oh yeah that's like what upsets me that's what i was like ignorance is bliss until you know that you're ignorant <laughs> then you either do something about it, it or obviously that's when you like go out and do your research and obviously that's what i do i still go out and like see like what what is this talking about like and how i can access the information okay. um but i don't know i just feel like that was a common thing um where like for me at least that's what I learned definitely about my, I guess, more about myself. Um, um, and my last thing is always choose real peace over the false sense of security. Mm, that's a hard pill to swallow. It definitely she was. Said false sense of security. The false sense of security. <clears throat> uh, doesn't that kind of go with your last thing? Because if somebody's like, okay, I'm ignorant about it and I don't know then I'm you're, not going to let it bother Yeah, me. it's not going to end up bothering you. It's not. You're safe from it. You mm -hmm. don't have to. Yeah. But I just feel like when I say real peace over false sense of security, I would um, just minimize myself uh, for other people to be around, mm -hmm. to be like, okay, like I have friends. I have people that I can interact with when 
I literally was not connecting at all. Okay. Um, and the only time I ever felt some sort of connection was with myself when I was, you know, having that alone time and actually getting <laughs> to know myself. That's that was the real piece. Being by myself in those moments instead of around the, a bunch of people who I had to minimize myself for mm-hmm. and to as you say, oh, okay. meet where they're at. Meet them where they at. I mean, that's just to entertain. That's, that's them. a standard. But yeah. you know, hey, I want them to meet me where I am too. Yes. Um. So yeah, I just felt like, you know, if I had to go sit in my car and watch a movie <laughs> instead mm. of being in my dorm where there was just a bunch of hoopla, stuff, yeah, rah rah, to you know. I want to be included and feel like I had friends, but you know, I'm actually, this is actually not the vibe for me. Yeah. It's um, got, it's almost like finding your niche. And sometimes, like I said, dorm life isn't for everybody. It wasn't for me. Either, yeah. So. So. I was one and done. <laughs> you were one and done. Yeah. Me too. And never again. So, mm, yeah. Sure. I, I don't even think I can withstand that many people living in a home with me. Like, I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't think living in a home. No, literally. Like I was thinking like when I get older, like no more than eight people can be living in my house simultaneously. Why would more than eight people be living with you? I'm saying if you have family, like I can't imagine what multi-generational homes are like. Oh, okay. Is what I'm saying. Things like that. Well, you know, it's a difference. It is definitely a difference. The dynamics are different. Family. Family. This is eight different personalities but I'm talking eight different worlds backgrounds and everything backgrounds, and now that I've had that I'm like I can't even like the thought of even being with people who are like related in the same space that close like I couldn't do it uh, well, it would be different because you it, it would I mean, be different but I still grown up together I still wouldn't have done it you would share a lot of experiences versus in an environment where y'all come with all different experiences you there's nothing that you guys have shared you shared stuff with your roommate because yeah you your knew roommate her, i knew but her that's yeah and obviously limited. like yeah it was just like such an interesting even to a certain degree a certain degree yeah like we still found out new stuff about each other from living two feet within each other mm-hmm. um i just think it's i don't know nobody also talks about how like I mean, obviously, I feel like roommates are, um, and like sweet mates and things like that are like uh, it's not like I don't want to say it's like a common thing, like it's a conventional thing, like universally. But I just think it's interesting that like we don't question the fact that they're obviously like my situation was different, where like I had somebody who I knew from high school who like I'm close with her, but I'm not that close with her at the time mm-hmm. um, to move in with because we can understand that there's boundaries. Um, but like the range of like somebody moving in with their best friend of eight years and falling out with them to literally you have never met this person before in your life and now you're expected to live with them is dangerous like i don't know how to explain it like you don't i didn't nobody clocks nobody clocks that until like after the situation has happened you hear horror stories about well, hold that thought when you got the red line. So we're gonna come back and let you wrap it up and continue your story.
Uh, welcome back to our final segment in the show today. So uh, you can go ahead and <clears throat> pick up where you left off. I was just saying that like people don't really like address the fact that like the whole idea of like the roommate system is like kind of dangerous until something has actually occurred. Mm. Um, and I think it's very interesting because we had so many. I mean, this is like a public thing, so it's not like I'm like releasing any information that like wasn't uh already been released. But like there were so many cases at my um college of just like roommates and like things that went way too far. Mm -hmm. um and had to be documented and obviously like like cases of like people trying to like murder their roommates she said murder and like like attempt murder or um people getting in trouble just for like assault but like not even like aggravated assault just like oh they don't like this person and so mm -hmm. they decide to like beat them halfway to death and i'm like you don't that's not something that like people talk about oh like you know I feel like a lot of times you get like, oh, a crazy roommate where like you argue or something. But like, I didn't realize how common like physical abuse and like physical things like literally attempted murder were for roommates until literally I got there. Um, and it's just interesting because I feel like we don't, it, it was such a common thing that was happening. I was like, this isn't talked about for how common it mm. is. Um, that well, roommates don't get along and there's all, can be altercations no like i knew like roommates don't always get along like that's something i'm like, like okay like you know and then people go out and they're like oh like that's crazy pulling a knife out on somebody and locking the door going to stab them like that's like that's not i don't mm, i didn't extreme yeah like it's just like but that happens so many times mm. like it happens so much more often and i was like confused because i was like this isn't like somebody you hear somebody arguing and slamming a door is like one thing okay like i know that is going to happen you're around a lot of people where you're going to have like some altercations like that but like even like death threats were just like i didn't know that was like a thing a thing like not as like a thing but I just didn't know it was common like people will make a horror movie about it once a year <laughs> you know you'll you'll see you'll hear about it but it's like you hear about it in fiction and then when you just to get there in real life to see that like this is more common than what is talked about and i feel like it's interesting because like this is just such a norm like of like oh you're gonna end up rooming with a you know a random person and this random person could be a psychopath like clinically and could mm. murder you like that's not talked about and the fact that it like i literally saw it with my own eyes um and like experienced certain things in real time where i saw people like in danger she said stranger i was like oh okay um so with that being said if you are going to live in a dorm um or if anybody listening is going you know transitioning into a place like that or you know anything of the sort uh like i said before process things that are happening mm -hmm. pay Be attention pay yeah pay attention process things that are happening because nine times out of ten no, you're not supposed to be experiencing what you're experiencing. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that it's not happening. So, or it's not real. Or yeah, it's not real. Yeah, that's kind of what I had to realize that oh yeah, that happened. That happened, you cannot you cannot say it didn't happen. <laughs> Can't um, unring the bell. You, exactly. So, <laughs> process those things. And if you need help processing those things, uh go talk to somebody about it. Okay. Um 
I wish this was sponsored by BetterHelp. That would have been a great. That would have been a great help. transition. BetterHelp, uh, if you're listening. BetterHelp. Oh, interesting. That's interesting. so funny. I was like, this sounds like a BetterHelp ad. <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, but we will take the sponsorship. So we reach out to BetterHelp. You know, hey, we're big on mental health here. Yes, we are. <clears throat> All right. Well, hey, last and final thoughts you want to share with the good people um you know get excited about your new endeavors get excited but ease into it don't rush yourself um but you know try to enjoy it as much as possible um and if you are going into middle school or high school or college um shout out to za yes shout out to za uh, shout out to Nay. You guys are going to high school. High school. So excited for them old, because they're literally doing stuff that is so specific. And I'm so proud of them because they just have like a whole. I, I don't, it's interesting to see like them in high school compared to me because I had absolutely no like direction really going into high school hmm. um, as far as like what I want to do or who I want to, you know, and they are like already into what they're trying to make their high school careers are in full swing and my high school career wasn't in full swing until senior year when i discovered what i was really being used for so you know okay all right well that was a excellent you know closing statement encouragement for people uh it's been a blast glad to be back uh we're going to be trying to network <clears throat> while you're in unc uh wilmington because this new device does have uh well we can plug in the phones type of thing oh, so cute we're gonna be you guys are a little, our you know, soundboard is taking us places yeah 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 so we're gonna be across the net let me cross the net uh i am going to be venturing to bring your a little sister in here get her on here and, yeah she has a lot to say yeah yeah and i would love to talk yeah i'd love to talk to her so, we are well, very similar in our different ways interesting enough yeah all right well good people thanks for uh continuing to support us uh continue to listen to our show on whatever um web base you use uh you listen to uh spotify uh i heart radio uh i believe we're on we're still on audible yeah, yeah, I we're everywhere. We're everywhere. I'm pretty sure we're hey, everywhere. Yeah. So wherever you get your podcast, just Google you and me, our life journey, uh, and it will pop up. And if it don't, reach out and let us know. We'll we'll get it on. We'll get it on it. Other than that, you guys stay safe. Peace. <laughs>